Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I am excited to be here today with you for the 51st week of Weekly Poker Hand. The main event is, I believe, taking place right now. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my book, The Main Event with Jonathan Little, where I actually went through all of the hands that I played that allowed me to cash in the 2014 World Series of Poker main event. You can check that out at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash main. It's only $9.99. I wanted to make it very accessible to everyone. And if you play any sort of live poker, I strongly suggest you check it out. This hand today came from a live main event, not the World Series of Poker main event, but a main event, and I was pretty unhappy (laughs) in this scenario. So let's just take a look. You'll see how nasty this becomes. We are playing 300-600. I have 50,000 chips with queen-jack offsuit in the big blind. And the action folds around to a tight, aggressive kid on the button who raises to 1,250. I'm going to pretty much call every time. I guess we should talk about re-raising. Re-raising is an option if you think the opponent's going to fold a lot. But in general, whenever your opponent's min-raising the button, it's never bad to call with a very wide range in the big blind. And if you're going to be calling with a wide range, it's not bad to call with your stronger hands to keep your range disguised. So I like calling with queen-jack offsuit. And we flop it. Queen-queen-10. What more could I ask for? Checking and leading are possible lines. But... So the flop comes queen, queen, 10. (laughs) About as good as I could possibly hope for. So at this point, I think I could go two ways. I could either lead or I could check raise. I'm not a really big fan of check calling because if I check call, my opponent has something like aces. He's just going to check behind the turn and then call a river bet, and that's not really what I want to happen. So I think the way to play a big pot with my big hand, which is what you want to do, is to check-raise the flop. You're going to find that check-raising the flop looks much weaker than check-raising the turn. And for that reason, check-raising the flop with your premium hands is usually a pretty good idea. I would also be check-raising here with king-jack, jack-9, and maybe some sporadic bluffs or semi-bluffs like jack-8 or king-9. I think those would be pretty cool hands to check-raise with as well. And if I'm going to be doing it with all those draws, doing it with all my queens is pretty mandatory. You usually want to be check-raising with draws and premium made hands. So I check. My opponent bets 1,500 into the 3,500 pot, and I, I think I have to raise. You'll find that also if you raise somewhat small in this scenario, some opponents will call with very marginal hands, like ace-jack or ace-king trying to get lucky on you. And, of course, I want my opponent in here with ace-king because if he improves to the straight, I make the nuts. And... um a lot of opponents will also call with any any good straight draw, king-jack or jack-nine. Obviously, my opponent could have a queen, but eh, what can he do? If he has a queen, I'm still okay. But if he does have ace-king or king-queen, we are going to lose a lot of chips here. So I make it 3,900, which I think is pretty standard, and he calls. So when he calls, I'm generally happy. I think that he probably has some sort of a pair and decided to think that I have a lot of draws. The turn is an 8, so it brings a backdoor flush draw with the 8 of clubs, but not not a flush draw for me. I, I just have 3 of a kind. And at this point, I think I want to continue betting. I want to charge the various draws that are still in the pot. Obviously, Jack-9 got there, which I said was one of the main draws that that is available. So that's a little bit unfortunate. But beyond that, I almost certainly have the best hand. So I need to continue betting. The pot's 11,000, and I want to make a bet he can call with stuff like Jacks or Aces. 
So I bet 5,800, so roughly half pot. And I'm just going to continue betting on the river most likely if he calls. So he does call, which, I, again, I'm pretty happy about. And the river is the ace. So at this point, I started thinking about my opponent's range. And I think his range to check, to, to continuation bet the flop and call a raise is going to be, like I said, all the draws and also... Um, all the good, all the draws on the, all the marginal draws on the flop, and any queen, and maybe some tens. So maybe random pairs. But when he calls my turn bet, now his range really does shrink up to premium draws, which are king jack at this point, or maybe ace king of clubs, because the backdoor club draw came on the turn or came in on the turn. So ace jack of clubs, ace king of clubs, those are possible. He could also have any queen, which I'm unhappy about because I lose to ace-queen and king-queen and queen-10 and queen-8. He's probably not raising queen-7 on the button, although unless they're suited. But again, there's only one queen, so it's not like there are tons of queens available. Available. So if he has a queen, I'm generally unhappy at this point when a 10 and an 8 comes. And if he has aces, I'm obviously crushed. And if he has kings, he's going to fold to a river bet. And if he has a 10, he's going to fold to a river bet. Like say he has jack-10, he's going to fold if I bet the river. So I actually don't think I should bet this river. If I do bet, I need to bet very small with the intention of folding if I get raised, I think, because I'm trying to get called by very marginal hands, mainly ace-king and ace-jack. So I this, this is a tough one. I, I think the play is either to bet small for value and fold if raised or to check fold. And I was talking to some of my friends about this, and they think that check fold is somewhat crazy. But, I mean, think about the guy's range, right? Is he going to bet with ace-king on the river if I check to him? I mean, probably not. Just because I could easily have a straight and be concerned with a full house, or I could easily have a a three of a kind and be concerned with a straight or a full house. So I don't think he's going to bet with an ace on the river. He's probably not going to bluff with a 10, although maybe he would. This is the one reason why you should consider calling on the river is because maybe your opponent decides to bluff you with jack-10 or 10-9 or something like that. And I don't think he's going to be betting with pocket kings. So I, I really don't think that I can justify check calling, which may sound crazy because I have three of a kind. I mean, whenever you have three of a kind, the last thing you want is to try to fold. However, on this exact runout, queen, queen, 10, eight, ace, it is hard for me to have the best hand on this river. So I think I much prefer a check fold, as ridiculously tight as that sounds. So I do... My in my mind, my second favorite play. I bet seventy five hundred into the twenty three thousand chip pot. I, I think that this is probably marginally worse than check fold. Not much worse, but marginally worse. And my opponent does call, and he has jack nine, so he did turn the straight. I like his play on every street. He should continuation bet. He should call the check raise. He should call on the turn because again, he doesn't want to raise and pile money in whenever I could easily have the full house. And same thing goes on the river. I don't think he can ever fold this on the river when I bet small. So then the question becomes, <laughs> could I conceivably turn this hand into a bluff to try to get him to fold on the river? Maybe I could go all in with the queen. I mean, you have to realize when I have a queen, it's really hard for my opponent to have a full house. But I think that would be a pretty ridiculous play in this scenario because my opponent could have pocket aces. And if he has aces, he's never folding. If he has ace-queen, he's never folding. And if he has queen-ten, he's never folding. So... I don't think bluffing in this scenario is the best play either. I really think I'm sort of handcuffed into check folding. And 
I think the bet small play is something that a lot of people would do in this scenario. And they're doing this because check folding feels so ridiculous. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty convinced it is indeed the best play. And I actually had a few spots like this in the 2014 main event that I did make the right play and folded, although there was another one where I made the bad play and called. And uh, I want to share those with you. So definitely check out my book, The Main Event with Jonathan Little. You can get that at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash main. It is set up like a quiz book, so you can actually go through it and quiz yourself to try to figure out if you would do the right play or do, do the, not necessarily the right play, but if you do the play that I would make. And there are a few spots in that book where I make it very clear that I think I did make the mistakes. Whenever you are analyzing your own play, you have to be very honest with yourself. And if you make a mistake, you have to learn from it. And apparently I didn't learn enough because I think this actually is a check fold on the river, as tight as that sounds. And if I encounter the spot again in the future, I will be check folding, at least against a tight, aggressive kid. So thank you very much for being here with me this week. Be sure to check out the main event with Jonathan Little at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash main. And I will talk to you next time.